Hey friends, welcome to the Nerd of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Jess Carey. This show is devoted to busy people wanting to dig a bit deeper into the Word of God. In each episode, we will unpack a scripture's relevance, interesting facts, and modern application. My hope is that you will understand the Bible more clearly and how marvelous it is to live a life as a nerd of the word. Hey there, nerd of the word recruits. So today we're continuing on our series about confidence and we're diving into a passage that I don't particularly like. And the reason I don't like it is because I'm basically a wimp when it comes to suffering. Cue the baby crying. Yes, I know. When we face tough stuff, our faith can actually waver and we can begin to lose confidence in God's. What can we do when we face trials and suffering? And what do we do when our faith is tested? Like when we lose a job or separate from a spouse, or maybe we have a child who's very difficult, or perhaps more serious things like going bankrupt or losing a loved one. Our focus passage today challenges us and actually gives us hope that these circumstances have a purpose. So our focus passage comes from James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. And here's what it says. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. This verse challenges me on so many levels, so let's get into what it really means. The nerdy, wordy stuff, it comes from the book of James, and James is written by the half-brother of Jesus. Yes, I know, it's pretty cool. I didn't know that several years ago, so when I found that, I was like, what? Uh, Anyway, his book is full of scriptures that I don't particularly like, and this is one of them. Now, that's not to say that the passages aren't good, but they're challenging. They're a bit like weightlifting. Some of the passages are heavy. They can cause soreness, but ultimately they result in strengthening my spiritual muscle. So just like hitting the gym, some of James's writings feel a little bit like spiritual boot camp. And according to the early church, James was martyred in Jerusalem by being pushed from a high point of the temple. Yeah, he was actually pushed off, but the fall didn't kill him. And then on the ground, he was actually beaten to death. Even as that was going on, he was praying for his attackers. So James knows a little bit about what it means to face some trials, probably more than any of us have ever faced. In this passage, James understands his readers are actually suffering from persecution. And he begins by encouraging them to recognize God has a purpose in these trials. And the purpose being that it brings us closer or to a new level of spiritual maturity. So again, verse two, it says, consider it pure joy. Now, disclaimer here, James is not saying that we should pretend that trials are easy to go through, but we can look beyond the difficulty to the spiritual benefit of the trial. I think of it like this. Think of a soldier in actual boot camp who was complaining that his arms hurt from too many push-ups. And the drill sergeant, a.k.a. James, might respond like this. You better thank me, soldier. You better smile because 
When you meet your enemy face to face, you won't shrink back. You won't cry and run in fear. You will overpower him. I'm giving you a gift in what you're facing right now. Now drop and give me 50 more. You guys like my version of a drill sergeant? Don't send me hate mail if you're actually a drill sergeant. Apologies. (laughs) But consider James in this passage to basically be your spiritual muscle building drill sergeant. So verse three, he says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Now, some translations say that it produces patience. Patience is this ancient Greek word, hupomene, and the word isn't described as sort of passive, like waiting, but it is active endurance. It's not sitting still as much as it is the quality that sort of helps you finish a marathon. Again, boot camp, guys. So trials bring a testing of faith that helps us to prove its endurance and its strength. I mean, after all, faith that is untested, is is it even faith at all? And just as a reminder, faith isn't created during trials. It is tested or proven during trials. Romans 10, 17 says this, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So You guys are all nerd of the words with me. You are actually building your faith as we speak. Okay, finally, James gives us verse four as to why we should consider it all joy when we face suffering. And I like how the New Living Translation says it. It says, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So this idea of being perfect And lacking nothing is more like being refined through the fire. So similar to metal, that it has to go through the fire to actually become perfect and pure, we as believers in Christ have to face trials that test us to the degree that we continue to perfect our reflection of Jesus's nature completely. And it's then that we will lack nothing. So a little bit different way of looking at that verse, huh? All right, let's get into some of the modern application because I still don't face trials with joy in full transparency, but I do know that the trials that I have faced built something lasting in my faith. I have far more spiritual maturity after enduring, well, several tragic deaths, some financial insecurity, marriage issues, and raising teenagers. I mean, dear Lord, raising teenagers has refined me probably more than almost anything else. Well, maybe not, but definitely has refined me. So uh, I believe that we don't have to be happy about the testing of our faith through trials, but we can have that perspective that God will work through them. So here are a few questions to kind of help you reframe your trial as a good thing or just get your mind in the right space. So the first question is, what is God showing me in this season of testing? Number two, How can this season shape me into a more Christ-like person? And then number three, do I believe God is good all the time? If so, what is the Lord strengthening in my faith during this this trial? I mean, God's going to give you good stuff during your trial. As I mentioned before, faith is built by hearing the word of God, but it is tested through trials. So consider your trials a form of spiritual boot camp, and you can get stronger with each one. And that is some good news. All right, let's pray. 
Lord Jesus, none of us like to face trials, but we know that the testing of our faith improves our spiritual strength. Thank you for trusting us to go through trials. Help us learn through them, grow through them, and become more like you through them. When we grow tired and weary, remind us of your great sacrifice on the cross and help us to endure with faith. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. You guys, I have some listener mail today. If you'd like to send in some comments or some suggestions, please feel free to send your email to info at jessicacarry.co. This mail comes from Colleen in Maryland, and she says, thanks for sharing the body confidence message last week. I signed up for your five-day series, and it has been the friendliest gut punch ever. (laughs) Well, you're welcome, Colleen. Um, I don't mean to gut punch you, but I hope it was nice. (laughs) All right. Next week, we are going to be talking about confidence and money. So money insecurities can really challenge us, so you don't want to miss that episode. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Nerd of the Word podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you loved what you heard today, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it with your friends and family or give it a positive review. For more great resources, please check out my website at www.jessicacarry.co. Thanks again and catch you next time.